You're listening to the Brave and Beautiful Podcast, hosted by Krista Broom and Leah Bice. Our focus is to inspire and encourage you, wherever you're at in life, to walk in the fullness of who God has called you to be. We're excited to be back for season two, so let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to the Brave and Beautiful podcast. We are so excited to be back for today's episode. Yeah, we've got a great episode for you today. I'm really excited about it because I love this topic. We're talking all about influence. And um, so I'm going to pray and then we'll get started. Father, we love you. Father, thank you so much for your love and what you've done for us everything that you've done for us. And Father, I ask that you speak through Leah and I as we get through this podcast. And Father, um, I pray for anyone who's listening right now that they would just have a heart to listen to what we have to say, what you have to say through us. And Father, I just thank you so much for this day. Father, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, So we're kind of going to break this down into three questions because, I mean, there's a lot that we could really unpack with influence, um, especially (laughs) because like in being an influencer is like basically a job right now, right? Like on social media, you see all of these people trying to quote unquote, be an influencer and gain followers and, um, you may be thinking, okay, Leah, Krista, I have 10 followers on Instagram and I have two friends in real life. I am not someone's influence, but that's so, so wrong. Like we all have influence, no matter how many people follow you or how many friends you have in real life. I mean, really for me, I know, I don't know about Leah, but like I have Leah as my best friend in the entire world. And, um, her and I talk like all the time, every single day. And, um, that's pretty much it really. Like, (laughs) and I've never felt like I've had influence until probably like last year, really. And, um, one of the main reasons why we thought of this topic was because, Sadie Robertson, you guys probably know by now, but we absolutely love her. She's a huge inspiration for both Leah and I. Mm -hmm. And she spoke about, you know, Jesus becoming famous. Jesus was famous in his time. And he is the biggest influence on all of our lives, no matter whether you know him or not. He like is the biggest influence. And so we're kind of rooting our episode today based on her message. If you haven't seen it or heard it, pause this or listen to it after. It's a great message from Passion this past year. Yes, it's so, so good. Yeah, but um, in the Gospel of Matthew, there, there's some amazing sh- scripture about the influence that we are to non-believers. It's Matthew 5, 13 through 16. It says, you are the salt of the earth, 
but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. And you may not know these people very well or really talk to them at all, but they are watching what you do. They um, are watching what you post. They see who you're hanging out with. And really the way you portray yourself on social media or in person makes an impact on someone and it can be a good impact or it can be a a bad impact. And for example, um, I remember when I was interviewing for the job that I have now, the executive pastor of my church, um, I was in the big Zoom interview with like seven other people that um, are on staff at the church. And the executive pastor mentioned in the interview, like how I portrayed myself on Facebook and social media. And he just said that it looked like I really um, held myself together and portray myself really well is basically what he said. And that's, I think, I really think that's actually when I realized that I have an influence. I have an impact on people and people are watching and it can be for a job interview or it can be, you know, someone that doesn't know you or doesn't know Christ and they see your social media. And so I think when you have, when you're a good influence on someone that can translate into um, how they act, what their languages or how they can make an impact on someone else. And um, so you really never know who you're talking to or who's watching. And so really, why do we follow someone? And I think like there are three reasons why we follow someone. And the second two kind of correlate with one another. But the first reason I think obviously we're friends with them. I follow Leah because I know her, she's my best friend. And of course I'm going to follow her. Yes. And I'm a fun time. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you are. We're both, we both are. And when we're we're together, it's just the best. Even more of a fun time. So come (laughs) join our fun. It's a good time. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I follow her because I know her obviously. And I'm, I want to see updates on her life. But the second reason I think is we want to be inspired by them. So we follow Sadie Robertson because she's an inspiration to us. She's someone that we kind of look up to. I mean, we're the same age as her, so it's kind of weird, but we're just so inspired by everything she does, everything she stands for. And the third reason is, like I said, kind of goes along with that, but we are an influence in our lives. We're, we're an influence, uh, for someone and they're an influence on us. So, um, those are kind of three reasons why I think we follow someone and our greatest influences aren't people who we follow on Instagram. They aren't our best friends or even our family members. 
they're the people in the Bible. <laughs> they're Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you know, all of the people in the Bible, but our greatest, most perfect influence is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Christians are followers of Christ. That's what it means. And I got to thinking about this and I'm like, my name, my name is Krista. And it literally means follower of Christ. Yes. And I think that's so beautiful. And then I got to thinking about it more. And it's like, my middle name is Rose. And what do roses kind of stand for represent? Roses represent love. And who is love? God is love. And so my name is literally follower of Christ and Rose love. And I'm like, that was amazing. I don't even know if my parents like thought of that or if it, you know, it just sounded good together. But I thought that was so, so beautiful and so powerful. And I totally think that that came from God and um, it made me love my name even more. (laughs) Um, But I truly think that I was born to follow Jesus and to love my heavenly father with my whole heart. And um, just knowing that this is name means makes me want to share the gospel and disciple others and get to know him even more myself and having the most perfect influence in our lives gives us the ability to influence others who Mm -hmm. don't know him yet to introduce them to the God of the universe, the maker of the heavens and earth. I mean, that's such a beautiful thing when you really Mm -hmm. dig deep and think about that. And Jesus, Jesus's influence on us inspires us to be the salt of the earth, to give it a little taste of our strong and powerful God. Mm-hmm. We are so also like in the scripture said, we're also called to be the light in this world. You know, if you imagine you're in a room at night, it's dark, right? Like you can't see anything. There's no light. Then you turn on your phone and it just lights up, but it doesn't light up the whole room. Um, and, you know, suddenly there's a little light, but not a, a lot of light. Um, but if you had multiple people in the room with their phone on, you know, maybe at like a concert or something, it lights up the whole stadium, the whole room. And that's what Christians should be like. We should be the light of the world and light up the whole room so that the whole world can know who Jesus is. And I think if we are that light, this world would be so, so much better (laughs) because obviously we are living in some crazy, harsh, harsh times. And I think I know I don't even think I know that this world would be so much better if we shared the love of Jesus and treated people the way Jesus treated people. And it could be so, so powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. And that kind of takes us into our second question, which is how do you own your influence? And it's crazy because Krista, you and I prepared for this separately, but I feel like the father spoke the same word because I thinking about influence, the concept of just being the light is what came to my mind. You know, I think when it comes to how, like actually, how do you own your influence? I think it's an active choice to use your influence to bring hope and joy and peace and light to this world because 
owning your influence is owning your uniqueness, not getting caught up in comparison or feeling insignificant or not enough. Even in this time, God's just opening doors for people to understand what influence is. I actually was at a leadership event at my church just a couple nights ago. And one of our pastors who is actually a good friend of mine, his name is Thad. He shared a statistic that we live in the most virtually connected world, but yet all sorts of mental health issues and isolation and loneliness is higher than it's ever been before. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's just an encouragement in many areas, but I feel like especially when we're talking about influence, use all these wonderful tools, all the Zoom calls. I know it can get overwhelming, but choose to actively use your influence, use your voice, use your uniqueness to bring light to this world. I'll never forget there is this spontaneous worship set that I listened to with Stephanie Gretzinger and she sang a line that just marked my life. She sang out, you can't turn out a light that's shining on the inside. Oh, That's good. And I just think how beautiful is it that unlike, you know, a light bulb or a switch that can go on and off, that the light that we have inside of us can't be turned off, that the hope of Jesus, the light of Jesus cannot be turned out. I just think it's a reminder that don't adapt to the energy in a room, but choose to influence the energy in a room. Choose to be that light. And I know it can sound so corny and so cliche, but when you understand the weight of your steps and the weight of what you carry, it will change everything. Something else that came to my mind when I was thinking about this is how powerful it is when we choose to show up. I'll be honest, there are times I'm a worship leader at my church and there's times where I show up you know, early on a Sunday and it's hard to be there. <laughs> it's hard to feel motivated when you're physically tired or you know it's been a long week and I'm emotionally tired. But again, the Lord meets us when we choose to show up and choose mm-hmm. to partner with him. There's one Sunday in particular where enemy just immediately met me with guilt. And I no more walked out to the commons of our church. And a lady came up to me in tears and said, Leah, that song that you sang out, it completely changed me. And she then shared a story about how God healed her back in worship with no prayer. With I mean, She was just simply worshiping to that song and the Holy Spirit healed her. Mm-hmm. So again, in that moment, it's not about me. It's about the father. But when we choose to show up and partner with him, that's when he shows off. And and it's so beautiful. So yeah, I, to me, that's, that's how we can, can use our influence is when we choose to show up and someone that I look up to, and I know Krista does as well as a pastor named Craig Rochelle, similar to Sadie, I feel like both of them just carry this fire for the Lord and for leadership. What I love most about Craig is that he believes everyone can lead. He believes that everyone has influence. I just want to be a leader like that. I don't want to be him. I don't want to be Sadie. I want to be myself, but I do think it's important. Like Chris, you talked about when we are allowing God to use others to share his truth, man, it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) It is so beautiful. I pray that even through this podcast, that we're able to be that for you guys and that you know that you can be it for other people. It's a ripple effect when we choose to activate our influence. Yeah, that's so great. And like you said, the reason we wanted to start this podcast is because, you know, we know we're not Sadie Robertson. We know we don't have like, you know, a million followers or however many she has, four million or whatever. But we're us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, we know we have influence. We know there are people watching us on social media and 
you know, it, it, it's funny. Like I, I'm the youngest in my office. Like everyone else is like either nine plus years older than me. And when I first started and even still now, sometimes I feel like I don't have influence with them because I'm younger than them. And I know they're so much wiser than I am. And I respect that so much. And I learn from them every single day, but you know, the more and more I work there, I realize, you know, no, I have, I can have influence on them too, even though I'm, you know, however, however much younger than them, like I can have influence with people who are older than me as well. Yeah. That's so good. Like something that my mom, who she was on our podcast last season. So if you haven't listened to that episode, Oh, I am I am going to plug that right now because it was so powerful. Oh, but that she for my whole life and my dad as well both represent honoring the generations before and the generations after. Yes. And I think that's something that I personally have such a heart for. And like you know, the song The Blessing that like talks about and your family and your children and their children, like. I just have such a a passion for seeing the generations united. And I mean, in my own life, I've had some very positive and very negative interactions with people that are either younger than me or older than me or peers. And I, I just think we have to really value what each other bring. Right. And I think it's so powerful when people who are even younger than us teach us something like my brother, Ethan. Yeah. He's younger than me, but he teaches me stuff every single day about what it means to follow God, what it means to love people, what it means to be kind. And in return, I know that I, through the different areas that God's gifted me and you, both of us, he's placed us in areas to be able to be influencing them. And I know that God's using you at your job to influence the staff and the people that you guys interact with on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. So it's just, yeah, it's powerful when the generations are united and when we can just value and, and really carry the torch together instead Mm -hmm. of just passing it on, but carrying it together. Absolutely. So question three is how can we use our influence to glorify Jesus? And, you know, there's a lot of ways that we can, go, we could take this. Um, but I want to read a verse that's from first Corinthians 10 31. And it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And, you know, the biggest influence we have is obviously social media, like nowadays, especially in COVID social media has been become huge. That's no secret. It's pretty obvious. Um, we just live in such a social media driven world now, even before COVID and now even more so in COVID, you know, it's all about gaining followers and becoming famous, TikTok famous and, you know, all of that stuff. But I don't think this next generation is necessarily obsessed with followers. I think what they really want is to be noticed and, Mm -hmm feel like they have a voice in this world but instead of obsessing 
over how many followers we have. Let's be the leader that we want our followers to have. That's good. We also have influence with people we do life with, you know, like I talked about earlier with my coworkers, like they're all older than me. And I thought when I started, like, how am I going to fit in with this group? They're all older than me. I don't really know them that well. I'm living in a new place. Like, I just don't know how I'll fit in, but I've, you know, like I said, I've learned recently that I have an impact on them and, you know, maybe me being the young one in the office kind of brings a different dynamic to the whole staff. Mm -hmm. So I I've kind of turned my mindset from, um, I'm the young one. I, they all know way more than I do, which like I said, they're all way more wise. Um, and I totally respect that. Um, but I do think that I've been able to bring a new dynamic to the staff. And going back to Matthew 5, we're supposed to be the salt of the world, the light of the world. You know, what does salt do? When you add salt to some food, it gives it a little more taste. And we are people who have to give, you know, the world a little bit of taste and be salty. Um, <laughs> be salty. In a good in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not in yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> we have influence with, you know, everyone, the people we work with, who we go to school with, or if you go to youth group, you have influence there. And so when we're sharing our faith with people around us and that may not know Jesus yet, um, that glorifies him. It brings him so much joy and I just want to speak to you if you're just, if you just don't feel, I don't know, confident in being able to share your faith, pray about it. You know, I, I'm, I've always kind of been one of those people who kind of keeps their faith to themselves, you know, like, and I know that may not be the best thing, but like, I've been just asking the Lord, like, God, give me confidence, give me just the boldness to be able to share my faith with others and share your love with others. And so that needs to be a conversation between you and the Lord with mm -hmm. how you want to share your influence, how you want to share your faith. So I would just encourage you to be in prayer tonight over that. We also need to present ourselves in a way that reflects the Lord and, you know, that glorifies him. What, what characteristics reflect him? You know, first of all, be kind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jesus was kind to everyone he met. Yeah. He didn't care if you were the richest person in the world. He didn't care if you were the poorest person in the world. He treated everyone the same. He loved everyone he came into contact with. And I think that's the biggest way we can glorify him is if we're kind to his people. Mm -hmm. And I think another way we can be an influence and glorify him is in our money and um, being generous with it. I think, you know, kind of going along with rich and poor, like there are a lot of people who just need supplies, need food, especially right now. Mm -hmm. And maybe if you see 
a homeless person, it could be bold to maybe go up to them and say, Hey, can I buy a meal for you? Can I do anything for you right now? Mm -hmm. You know, be bold. Don't be afraid to be bold. And I'm telling myself that I have always been trying to work on my confidence and boldness. And so I'm telling myself this Mm -hmm. as well as you, you know, be bold in how you're living your life to glorify God. I really think about this verse in Hebrews 10, 24, it says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And, you know, I think the beautiful thing about influence is that we get to do it together. And like, for example, with this podcast, I like Chris, I love that we're doing this together because it just makes it even more fruitful. And again, like knowing that your influence is not for yourself, but it's for God and it's for giving him the glory. There's a worship song that we've been doing a lot recently. And the bridge of the song just says all of the glory, all of the glory it's yours. And I just, every time we sing that out, like I just, mm. I get lost in it because it's like, I just want to be somebody that glorifies God in everything. And so I just encourage anyone listening just to know that you are worthy of love. You are worthy of influencing and, and being the light in this world. And if anyone's ever told you differently, I, I pray just for healing from that because there is going to be people in this world that try and tell you you're not enough or that you don't matter. But the best thing you can do for yourself is to really press into who God's called you to be. And then from that place, you're going to become the best version of yourself and you're going to grow more and more every day. And so, dang, this was a good, (laughs) good word I needed for myself today. And I know many of you listening and hope you are encouraged and inspired by this good word today it was it encouraged me so (laughs) I know it'll do the same for y'all but um absolutely yeah and I think us doing this podcast just kind of puts a spark in our faith and really um reminds just every day we do this reminds us that we're influencing whoever listens to this absolutely um and you know even if it is you know, one person from our hometown that we know already, (laughs) like we're, we're influencing them in that way. And so I also just want to say, like, if you are someone who doesn't have that many followers on Instagram or that many friends, focus on those people, Yeah, focus on influencing them and not trying to get more followers you know, just focus on who already does follow you, who you're already friends with. And I think if you pray that God will flourish that, flourish your following, he, he will bring it if yeah. th- that's what he wants. Absolutely. So, you know, just focus on who you already have in your life, who you already have following you. And I think God will... um be glorified with the way you're using your influence to, um, bless them. Absolutely. And I I think it's an active choice. It's, it's a daily choice. And, you know, I think so much of our podcast has been about identity because honestly, 
if you don't know your identity in Christ, it's so hard to live your influence the right way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think so many people, and I find like working in digital marketing, so many people just think they just need to yell the loudest. But (laughs) I find that the people that impact me and influence me the most are the ones that maybe aren't the loudest, but they're the most genuine. Yeah. And so, yeah, as we wrap up, I just encourage anyone listening to just press in to who God's called you to be. And whether it's online or it's in person, I just encourage you to just be you to shine, to let that light out because you are more than enough. You are brave. You are beautiful or handsome to the guys listening. Cause <laughs> we know you're there and, uh, <laughs> just be yourself because that's all God really asks us to do. So I always remember that quote that says, um, I'm butchering it, but it's some, it goes some somewhere on the lines of, uh, people will forget, uh, what you said, people yeah. will forget what you did, but they will never forget the way you made them feel. True. And I think that just goes great along with, you know, this whole topic of influence. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Well, it has been an honor to be with you during this episode of the podcast. And we'll see you guys next time for the next episode. Yeah, we love you guys. See you you next time. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. We want to stay connected with you, so follow us over on Instagram at Brave and Beautiful Podcast so we can keep the conversation going. We appreciate you, and we'll see you next time.